What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. All right, here we go again. Another week has flown by, and another Saturday came and gone much too fast. A little, still a little bitter about that. And uh, this week, it was a we were able to get again a little bit uh, better. I guess picture of where we're going with the college football uh, landscape a little bit more. Uh, we're starting to shape it. Uh, I mean, I feel like in the preseason, with at least with FBS, we we kind of knew that uh, some of these teams were going to be legit, and uh, we need to be watching out for for other teams. So uh, let's get ready for this week. I'm I'm excited to go over what happened and a little bit of things that uh, were. A little crazy, I guess, if you if you want to say that, and uh, a lot of upsets in the FCS as well. So we're going to get to all of that. So to start off, uh, we'll be talking about our games of the week. Overall game of the week for the Power Five conferences was Utah versus Wazoo. Uh, Wa- uh, Utah and Washington State both had really bad losses the week before. Uh, Wazoo losing to UCLA uh, in the final minutes of that game, and Utah losing by seven. In the Coliseum against USC. Now, uh, it was good to see the bounce back. Obviously, I'm a Utah fan. It was great to see them uh, coming back, winning 38 to 13. It was kind of a, a crazy game. Uh, it was a rainy game here. Uh, we got a lot of weather, uh, inclement weather. Uh, most of the West Coast did. It snowed in Montana, uh, snowed in, in Reno, Nevada, and in, in Northern Nevada, snowed in Northern Utah, and snowed in Oregon and in Washington and uh, Idaho as well. So a lot of uh, a lot of weather this weekend so it was kind of crazy kind of like a sleety snowy yuck type thing uh, I'm there in Salt Lake and uh, Utah was able to pull out the wind which made me happy uh, for Washington State it's a little bit concerning now that they have back-to-back losses and we'll see where they go in the polls uh, the group of five game of the week was Toledo versus BYU and Toledo was able to make a last second drive I mean okay Duh. Oh, sorry. I do these uh, these podcasts really early, and sometimes I get yawns. But anyway, uh, Toledo played BYU. Again, I went with the BYU schools. Uh, Toledo made a uh, their last drive of the game. They got a touchdown. Uh, ended up uh, Zach Wilson ended up getting hurt for Brigham Young, and they were not able to capitalize in the last. Uh, in the last drive of the game, and they ended up losing. So we're going to move on to the rest of the FBS. Uh, out of the SEC, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the questions we had as well. Vandy hadn't won a game yet, and they got a game uh, this week. Vandy versus Northern Illinois, a score of 24-18. to 18. Uh, Vandy ended up winning really good win uh, for the Vanderbilt Commodores. Uh, out of the Big Ten, it was actually Friday night, I believe. Uh, Penn State absolutely obliterated Maryland 59-0. to uh, It looks like Maryland's kind of come down to earth. Uh, I don't know if the cat has been out of the bag now. They've adjusted, and Penn State absolutely beat them down. Out of the ACC, uh, Boston College against Wake. The question was, can Wake start 5-0? and And yes, they can. Uh, Wake Forest ends up winning by a score of 27-24. to 
And uh, we're still waiting for Boston College to get a signature win uh, against a big-time team. Uh, I feel like Boston College is like the new Texas A&M. They win seven games every single year. Uh, you know, seven Steve or whatever everybody was was teasing uh, Steve Adazio about. But uh, we'll see if they can bounce back uh, going forward in the ACC. Uh, out of the Big 12, Baylor versus Iowa State, which really should have been the game of the week. Uh, I made up the Utah-Wazoo game just because I wanted to see if Utah could. It had been like four years or four times we had lost to Washington State, so I wanted to see if they could win. Uh, but this really should have been the game of the week as well. It was a really good game, 23-21. Offenses came alive in the second half. Brock Purdy uh, drove, uh, gave Baylor a little bit too much time with their timeouts and everything. Uh, the Kicker ended up kicking up a, a field goal with about, I believe it was like 50 seconds left. And uh, Brock Purdy ends up getting, well, he made a couple of completions and then he got sacked. Uh, the ball came out and Baylor iced the game. Uh, so congratulations to the Baylor Bears. They are now, uh, they're still undefeated. So congratulations to them out there in the Big 12. We have three undefeated teams uh, left. So it's always good to see that. Um um, out of the Pac-12, 24-17, uh, Arizona State beat Cal. Felt bad for Cal, lose their quarterback, uh, Gabbers, uh, but that is the last unbeaten has fallen in the Pac-12. Uh, out of the American Athletic Conference, uh, we had Cincinnati playing Marshall. I thought two were two really quality teams, and Cincinnati really flexed their muscles here. Cannot wait for the game uh, this next week when Cincinnati takes on UCF. Uh, not only will this game probably be uh, the best American Athletic Conference game of the year, but it will be for pretty much the championship because Cincy and UCF are on the same uh, side of the conference cannot wait to see where that goes uh but cincinnati looked good uh they play friday night against ucf at home ucf is going to have to go on the road to cincinnati and uh, pick up a win really a good game marshall a little disappointed i thought it was going to be a little bit closer but uh they're looking to rebound i believe against uh middle tennessee state this next week so uh looking to rebound there uh out of the Mountain West, and again, this is one of those that I actually, pre well, not predicted wrong because I didn't, uh, I had Hawaii winning this game, but I thought it was going to be a little bit closer. Hawaii went to Reno. Again, it had snowed, had a lot of weather, and Hawaii absolutely beat down on the Wolfpack 54-3. to It was ugly. Let me just tell you, it was not a good game. Uh, I ended up turning it off uh, quarter in. And I ended up watching a movie with my wife instead of watching football. I'd watch football all day, but hey, uh, when you're watching Nevada uh, just beat down on Hawaii, it's just not worth it. Um, out of the CUSA, we had North Texas playing Houston. The series was tied 7-7. Who was going to get the advantage? And the advantage now goes to Houston. Uh, they looked fine without Derek King. Uh, they scored 46 points, only allowed 25 points. So looks like uh, despite the loss against Tulane, the season is not over and hopefully Dana Holgerson can uh, well, pick up the scraps, I guess, that is left after all their red shirts and, and their transfers have declared. We'll see where Houston ends up going forward. They still have to play Memphis, and uh, that will be a pretty good game as well. Um, out of the MAC, uh, two 0-4 teams, Akron playing UMass. Uh, both 0-4, somebody needed to win, and UMass actually looked pretty impressive. Uh, the uh, Akron scored late. I believe so. 
Uh, when I was looking at it, it's a little bit uh, not as uh, big of a win as we, what you know you hear on the the score. But uh, congratulations to the Minutemen uh, got us won by the score of thirty seven to twenty nine. And out of the Sun Belt, now they also had weather out there in Appalachian, uh, Appalachian State, and Boone, North Carolina, and. Uh, they actually had to delay this game. I believe it was delayed an hour. Uh, it was I kept on waiting for it to come back on. I really wanted to watch the App State against Coastal Carolina game. Uh, App State ends up beating down on them, fifty-six to thirty-seven, and remains unbeaten. Uh, looking really good for that team. So a lot of these games, again, we uh, we had a lot of other big games. Uh, obviously, uh, the Clemson North Carolina game. We'll get into that a little bit later uh, on our Wednesday podcast with the FBS. Uh, or sorry, Friday podcast with our FBS podcast. And uh, honestly, we had a lot of good games this weekend, uh, shaping a little bit more. Obviously, uh, you know, Wisconsin kind of struggled against Northwestern. If you're looking at, obviously, you know, top, top teams, uh, we had a couple of struggles there. It was good to see a couple teams struggling, I guess. I want to see that. we still have quite a few unbeatens. Uh, Auburn looked amazing against Mississippi State. Uh, I don't know what's up with the state of Alabama just producing absolutely a ton of athletes, but uh, Auburn ends up, you know, winning uh, Bama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, and uh, Oklahoma all won convincingly. Oh, I guess Clemson not so much, but everyone else. Uh, Ugo was off. LSU was off. Uh, Wisconsin struggled. We're, I'm just kind of going through the, the the rest of the unbeatens. Um, and we still have a couple more outside of the, the top 25, you know, Wake Forest, uh, SMU starting five and oh, uh, congratulations to them and Sunny Dykes, App State, Baylor, Memphis, Minnesota. And I was a little bit skeptical. I actually thought Minnesota was going to lose against, uh, Purdue university, but they ended up getting the win and, uh, you know, a big shout out to them and, and congratulations to them that they were able to, uh, get a win. So, I'm uh, really proud of uh, these teams. A lot uh, shaped a little bit more. Again, as as we're as we're rolling forward, and as uh, I don't really know if Week Six is going to give us as big a picture. Uh, we're obviously going to have a couple of unbeatens fall uh, with uh, Florida Auburn. So one of those teams could uh, potentially lose. But you know, as I as I'm as I'm scanning this. A lot of our preseason predictions uh, have been spot on through five weeks. Uh, Michigan has been really the only one. You can make a case for Oregon. Uh, I thought Oregon would be able to get there. I really think the Pac-12 could get in the the playoff this year. Uh, But it's starting to look like two SEC teams with Bama, Georgia, and LSU. Those teams are just dominant. Clemson, uh, obviously, not really looking... uh, I mean, they, they, they struggled, but it doesn't look like the like the horizon has anything really uh, tough. Ohio State with the absolute beatdown at Nebraska. Now, they do have to play uh, Michigan State. They still have to play Penn State. They had to play Michigan. But this is going to be uh, really impressive if this team can go undefeated in the uh, Big Ten. They will have to play Wisconsin. And by my estimate, they'll probably play Wisconsin twice uh, because I think Wisconsin is the best out of that side of the division. Uh, Iowa is still undefeated, and but uh, I don't think 
Iowa would match up very well against Ohio State. Uh, and we'll probably end up getting a loss along the way. So that is our FBS kind of a recap, uh, letting you guys know about the questions we had, the games of the week, uh, games that we wanted to watch for. I watched most of these games. i really impressed with a couple of them. There were a couple of blowouts, obviously, Cincy and uh, Hawaii and uh, Houston, uh, all with really big wins. So a uh, couple of surprises there, but... I'm excited, uh, nonetheless, to get everything rolling. So uh, we're going to step aside. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the FCS. Now, this was a really big week for the FCS, and uh, we'll discuss that a little bit. We're going to be talking uh, a little bit about how it might impact our top 15 as a whole uh, just in these games. And obviously, there are a lot of other games also. So stay tuned after the ad break. FCS games of the week and reactions. All right, we are back after that little break. Now, the FCS, it is starting to take hold. And uh, I'm actually going to start off uh, this. And I know that I probably should do this on our FCS podcast. But um, I kind of just wanted to let you guys know uh, where we're talking about. Now, these are the teams we wanted to focus on uh, going into... uh, this season. Now we released our top 15, and uh, the first of the season was North Dakota State, James Madison, South Dakota State, Maine, UC Davis, Towson, Weber State, Eastern Washington, Furman, uh, Central Arkansas, Northern Iowa, Illinois State, Kennesaw State, Eastern Kentucky, and Montana. So those were the teams, and uh, I had them top 15. I only do 15 for a couple of reasons. Uh, 15, you have to be decisive. Uh, you, after about 15, honestly, after 10, it honestly becomes a, a matter of preference, right? Well, you can always make an argument for, for so-and-so. Well, you know, that their their loss looks better because it was uh, on the road after they just played a hard game. Well, this, well, that. And uh, so I was am really interested to see the, just basically the rest of uh, the shakeup and kind of how it's impacted. Now, I wasn't a huge, I, I wasn't a big, I haven't been on the Jacksonville State uh, bandwagon, even from the start of the season. A lot of people were. Uh, I definitely thought Wofford would be a little bit better. I thought Chattanooga might be a little bit better. And some of these teams have absolutely fallen by the wayside. Obviously, Eastern Washington uh, in that. And there were a couple teams I didn't see. Now, I had a couple of these teams on uh, Get the Ball Rolling, right? And if you didn't listen, to them, go back right now. Listen to these guys. Uh, for example, the Villanova podcast. Uh, Villanova was absolutely impressive and, and continues to impress. And uh, as I go back and listen to it, as I talk uh, to these coaches and stuff, I'm like, honestly, he was telling me, you know, then they're going to be good. And especially in the case of Villanova, they get a big transfer out of uh, uh, Daniel Smith from Campbell University, and uh, he just totally is is killing it uh, so far. So uh, we're going to jump right into it. The overall game of the week, Nova versus Maine. Now, Maine definitely has uh, – they've had three weeks of very difficult teams. Again, you can kind of make it to, to how you want it, right? Um and it totally depends on how you look at it. You know, they, they have Towson. They play Colgate. Now, Colgate is down. I will admit that. And uh, I might have whiffed a little bit on theirs. I thought they would be top 15 pretty much all year. Uh, you know, their their quarterback gets hurt. And uh, that's a totally, you know, Grant Brenneman gets hurt. And that's a totally different story. But they still had to play a pretty good 
team overall and uh, they end up winning there and then they have to now Maine has to go on the road at Villanova and they did lose so they went one of two out of that game and and now you're looking at it well Maine can they bounce back well they're most definitely going to bounce back they play Richmond uh Liberty will be tough I don't know if they'll get Liberty obviously an FBS foe but Liberty is still in that transition phase so it wouldn't surprise me if they won but we'll see they got William and Mary and Albany and all three of these teams were predicted at the bottom of uh, their respected uh, conference at the first of the year and uh, they do finish up a little bit harder but you know the bulk of their schedule is now over and if they lose one more game you know it's okay. It's 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 honestly not the end of the season because one, two, three, four, five, six. Let's say they win the other six, uh, then that becomes they become eight and four overall uh, on the season. But I'm telling you, this Villanova team. Uh, I thought that they would be do really well through the first week. I thought they would have at least uh, one, maybe two losses. I mean, Colgate, Towson, and Maine all on the schedule the f- through the first five weeks. They've looked extremely good. Uh, their defense is playing at a very high level outside of the Towson game. Uh, the biggest that they've allowed is only 17 points, uh, and they've allowed 14, 10 points, 10 points. And it doesn't look like they're going to be slowing down. They do have a couple of big games coming up. Uh, for example, uh, James Madison, then go on the road and play James Madison, which will most definitely be the game of the week there. They still have to play Stony Brook, who looks really good. Uh, the University of New Hampshire, that is starting to turn things around. Uh, they do have uh, Delaware as well, who's been playing really tough. So, you know, I'm really impressed with uh, Villanova, and uh, shout out to them. That definitely impacts the standings uh, with Maine losing... Uh, two out of the last three, I had to drop them out of the top 15, just a little bit of a look. I mean, it's just had to happen. I think uh, overall top top 25, they're still there and uh, they're definitely still going to make the playoffs unless they, you know, have a complete falling out, which I don't think they will. I'm really excited to see uh, how this team will respond. So uh, Nova V's made by a score of 33 to 17. So the other CAA game of the week was UNH versus Duchesne. Duchesne, Duquesne, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, this was a big time test for UNH. Uh, New Hampshire had a bye to start off the season, so they got a little bit, uh, a little bit more of a late jump. I thought they'd come out of the gate screaming, and uh, but this was a big win. Uh, I think that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of these teams. A lot of these teams can and will get uh, the wins and stuff. So I'm really excited to see who overall will will, will end up pulling away with that victory. Um, next up, I mean with UNH and the, and the rest. Sorry, I didn't really explain that. The rest of the season. Uh, UNH still will have big tests, obviously, playing Maine. I believe they play Nova as well. So we're going to really find out the rest of the, the game. But this was a big-time win. Uh, Duchesne was picked to win the NEC, so big-time win. Um, out of the Patriot, Georgetown did beat Columbia by a score of 24-10. to 10. Uh, Georgetown is the only team that has a winning record uh, out of the Patriot League right now. Uh, they're currently... Three and one. Now they start uh, Patriot League play this this following week, and uh, we'll really learn about uh, if the Hoyas can get it done. Obviously, the Colgate Raiders uh, have been plagued with injuries. I thought they were going to win uh, the the 
Patriot League, it's still possible for Colgate. Do not rule this rule this team out. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, but obviously, right now Georgetown has set themselves apart in this uh, non-conference play. So congratulations to them with the big win over Columbia. Uh, out of the Ohio Valley, I watched this game. It was a big game uh, with two very beloved teams. Um, UT Martin playing Murray State. UT Martin got the win 40-7, to bouncing back after a loss against Southern Illinois. Uh, I kind of, uh, after the Southern Illinois game, I was like, oh man, come on UT Martin. I wanted to see uh, a win, a big-time win. They looked great against Northwestern State. And then obviously they've had, uh, they played an FBS team, and now, you know, obviously lost to, to SIU. And uh, I guess I just kind of discredited uh, Southern Illinois and uh, how good they really are because UT Martin looked amazing uh, against Murray State, and that's a really, really good Murray State team. Uh, both teams, uh, again, I think these are, are, you know, they could honestly be fighting for second place, third place in uh, the Ohio Valley. Uh, it looks like, you know, potentially they could get two teams into the playoffs. Uh, we'll see as the season rolls along. But uh, definitely UT Martin, if they play the rest of the games like they did against Murray State uh, and pick up a couple of key road games a little bit later in the season, this team's going to be good. And uh, really excited to see how where the Skyhawks go. Had them on the podcast. Also Murray State as well. Murray State, the season is not over just because you struggled uh, in this one game in the Ohio Valley. We'll see how you bounce back. And uh, I'm looking, honestly, with UT Martin winning this big, they were almost considered into the top 15 just with the uh, the sheer force that they that they scored. It was a really impressive game. Um, all right, out of the Missouri Valley, it was UNI against Weaver State. I was a little bit disappointed. I uh, was going to go home this weekend to Ogden to watch this game. We got held up. We... Uh, had to end up staying down here in Southern Utah and uh, big win for Weaver state, uh, 29, 17. Uh, they came out of the gate. They punched them. Uh, it was a big win for uh, a second string quarterback and Jenks. Uh, and you and I, I had a lot of questions about them. Again, they played really well the first part of the season, obviously, against Iowa State. Uh, they beat SUU. They beat Idaho State. Not really convincingly, but they beat them. Uh, so, and Weaver State just looked dominant. There was not any time during this game as I watched it that I was like, here comes you and I. Uh, got, had a couple of mental uh, errors on the ball. Uh, they got to clean that up if they want to go to the playoff and uh, the Missouri Valley even more so this year is is unrelenting I mean Youngstown State's there Indiana State is supposedly supposed to be really good South Dakota State North Dakota State South Dakota SIU I mean we're talking a really really deep conference and you got to win those games and you got to be able to make statements you lost against a really good Weber team I think Weber uh will definitely jump in the rankings uh there was one guy, uh, a, a writer, he actually put them down. Weaver was seven before, and now he moved Weaver down. I don't know how you move Weaver down in a, in a really good week. Congratulations to Weaver State and that big win. Out of the big sky, we had the Montana-UC Davis game. Uh, UC Davis coming off a really uh, big game in Fargo. Uh, an emotional game. They had to come home. I thought they would actually take care of Montana here, and Montana took care of them. Uh, Montana won by a score 45 to 20. Now you think about it, you're like, okay, well, that was a good game. Congratulations to Montana. Uh, UC Davis is kind of beaten down right now. Uh, we're going to kind of look at, you know, where they might be going because we want to know 
Uh, you know, this is a team that had a part of the, the share of the Big Sky title last year, uh, and and it does not really get easier. Uh, you have North Dakota on the horizon, uh, Cal Poly, who uh, despite uh, I thought they'd be about right in the middle of the pack uh, this year for uh, the the big sky and they look really good. They, they still look pretty good through the first uh, part of uh, big sky play. And they, they were able to pick up a big win against SUU. So, I mean, that's not going to be easy, obviously a rivalry game as well. Uh, Southern Utah, uh, you're on the road at Southern Utah. I'll definitely be in attendance there. Don't worry. Uh, home against Weaver state, uh, Portland state. Who's looked pretty, uh, decent, uh, kind of got beat pretty good against Idaho State, but hasn't looked terrible. Uh, Montana State and Sacramento State does not get easy for this uh, UC Davis Aggies team. So uh, hopefully they can regroup and they can get back to playing Aggie football, but that was a pretty uh, big loss. We'll see what happens next week uh, when they play North Dakota. Uh, and then out of the Big South, uh, Campbell got another big win against Mercer. Uh, I had this game there just because I thought they'd be kind of splitting hairs. Um uh, the Campbell and the Mercer Bears, and uh, my aunt actually lived in Macon, so I know a little bit about Mercer. Uh, I was impressed with Campbell. I actually watched this game because the Ohio State-Nebraska game was a snooze in the Auburn game. I am an Auburn fan, for those of you who don't know, and uh, I thought that, hey, you know what? It's been, uh, it's been fun. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if who, who will get the win uh, here, and uh, but it was boring, so I turned on the Camel game. Obviously, I was watching the Camel game. Anyway, I was streaming about eight games at once. It was great. I absolutely loved it. And uh, I cannot wait until this next weekend. And in the Big South, um, Camel might give Kennesaw State a little bit of uh, guff. You know, uh, Monmouth doesn't look as strong. Charleston Southern doesn't look as strong as what people initially thought. Camel's looking good. We'll see uh, what they do. So that is our F. Uh, CS obviously Austin P uh, beating Jacksonville State was a big one. Uh, Furman struggled against ETSU. Well, I think it will impact a little bit in the rankings. Had a couple teams that were idle. Uh, we'll see what happens with uh, you know uh, going forward. I know Illinois State, North Dakota State play this week. Uh, we'll see if uh, the Redbirds are here and ready to to stay. So that is kind of our uh, look into the world of the FCS. I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I hope that uh, this provides you a little bit more uh, insight into into this this week, this last week. Uh, we'll definitely get into a little bit more. I was a little fired up about a couple things, so stay tuned for Wednesday and Friday. Uh, also, we're working with a, a couple of schools. Hopefully, I can bring uh, another guest speaker on uh, our Saturday special before you guys uh, get to watching football, listen to it. Uh, and I also want to be do a big shout out we have now expanded our viewership uh listening and uh we have a, a couple more international countries uh again uh it's not as big a deal i've also been looking at the states we're in about uh uh, 32 different states right now. So thank you guys for listening, not just here in Utah, but from around the country. And then also globally, uh, Australia popped up. It was the first time that we had anybody out of Sydney listening to us. So uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we have a couple people uh, continuing to, to go around the globe. So continue to listen. Uh, let me know. Uh, follow us on all of our social media. Uh, let us know if we missed anything or reactions that you guys might want to hear that we have. I mean, uh, there might have been uh, something that we miss. Obviously, it's a lot of uh, 
a lot of football to watch. And uh, maybe you just have a specific question about your team. I'll give you my insight, what I think. Uh, maybe do a little bit of a mailbox uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks as we get even more clear picture out of the FBS and the FCS. We're talking about both uh, amazing conferences uh, or subdivisions of, of one another. Cannot wait. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a great week. Stay tuned uh, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday for the rest of Get the Ball Rolling. Until next week, have a wonderful, well, until next time, have a wonderful week and let's keep the ball rolling.